Hey, hey it's, it's us. us. <laughs> Should we do that again for good measure? Sure. No, let's do but that one's kind of funny. Hey, hey it's, it's us. us. <laughs> What's good, guys? Um, I'm Brooklyn. That's right. And I'm Nick. And yeah, welcome to a really unexpected podcast that. And I'm Nick, and yeah, welcome to. <laughs> Siri on my watch. Whoops. Um, welcome to our unexpected podcast that we literally just came up with 24 hours ago, but we're really just diving in because why not? We don't have time to spare. So we're just going for it to talk about all the things and go there. It's true. Um, Brooklyn had a fantastic idea to do a podcast. She's a very deep thinker and I'm a very deep listener. So (laughs) I figured why not just go for it? I have a little bit of skill in technology. So we made it happen. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys about some things that we've learned together, we've experienced together, all the growth that we've had, all the experiences. And mainly my priority in this is I hope that you take away some things from this podcast that are helpful to you that you can apply. And a lot of it's going to be stuff that we wish we knew that we could have told our younger selves. Lots of mistakes. So much still to learn. But that's the beauty of it is that we're going to learn. We're going to grow together. And full disclaimer, we don't know everything, right? Right. So um, first episode, um, the microphone right now is not ideal. We're going to be passing it back and forth, but whatever. So thanks for joining us. And would you like to introduce us into what we're going to be getting into today? Sure thing, babe. Uh, Yeah, we thought, I mean, we literally have a list of... I don't even know, like 30 different things we want to talk about. So many different things, Um, a hodgepodge of things. But to give an overview, we're going to be having many conversations that cover lifestyle, culture, society, relationships, and faith. Because for Nick and I, our faith, our relationships with God um, are the primary, is, is the primary source of what drives our conversations, our decisions as a couple and as individuals. And so you'll, you'll find that that threads a lot through many of these conversations. Um, but we're super excited to jump into all the things, um, including topics that we feel um, go untalked about. We're here to just dig into it all. But with that being said, today we thought, you know, just a slight intro would be a good leeway into the rest of it. Um, So people aren't like, who the heck are these people? Um, Just a little bit about who we are, I guess, more elaboration on why we want to do this and a little introduction to our story or I guess how we met, how we came to be husband and wife that kind of good thing so um we didn't practice we haven't talked this through we're literally sitting down and doing it right now i'm figuring out like where to look what to say as i'm saying it so um yeah we're kind of just going for it but that's i guess a good transition into something i want to say about why we want to do this or how we want to go about it we just want this to be a um not to overuse the word authentic and genuine um outlet for people not from a place of um 
knowledge and knowing a lot, but shared experience and inviting a space for um, relatability and vulnerability and conversation about things that young couples, young people, anybody um, in any relationship at any stage goes through, might be thinking and hasn't had um, somebody to talk to about, whatever, like whatever it is, Nick and I feel that we um, want to be an anchor for having those conversations. And so, yeah, this part of that is kind of the lack of structure we want because we want it to be very real interaction. And you'll probably see like our dynamic with each other come out good and bad or whatever, I guess. But um, that's kind of the point because we don't want it to be like fixated and all pretty because that's not necessarily the reality of life so uh take it or leave it i guess uh yeah that's true (laughs) but you can jump right in or say whatever you need to say i guess uh yeah awesome so first episode getting to know us i don't want to beat around the bush i am not a super detailed person so i'll have brooklyn here helping me a lot with filling in details and blanks that i skip over that will probably make these episodes oh episodes much more longer than they need to be that was a weird way to say that it's true but it'll be for the best so i guess i'll just start off with myself Um, My name is Nicholas Rodriguez. I'm from (laughs) California. I was born in Southern California in Los Angeles and then grew up in Northern California around the Sacramento area. And right now we're in Eugene, Oregon, where we live. And I have lived for the last few years. And I came up here initially to go to school at Northwest Christian University, now Bushnell University. Wow, giving out so many details. Somebody's going to come find us. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But anyways... That's that's um, the long and short details of how I got here. Very short. So I met Brooklyn, who is a Eugene native. Actually, should I just let you introduce yourself? Sure. Yeah, let's go. I guess. I don't know. Do the people want to hear me talk again? Uh, yeah, I'm Brooklyn, now Rodriguez, um, formerly Alexander. And yeah, like you said, Eugene native, uh, born and raised here. We met at Northwest Christian University, which is now Bushnell University. Um, Yeah, I consider myself to have uh, kind of a big personality. Um, Wanted to be very independent at a younger age. Shout out mom and dad. But um, God had other plans and I stayed in town instead of um, moving across the country to who knows what like the big apple or something finding my way i don't know what i imagined but i didn't imagine staying in town and i did and it was really really good um but it hasn't always been amazing and so anyway i guess the good thing about that is i met this dude so that's fun but um yeah we just graduated college this last year and we're just kind of figuring things out doing our thing and I mean it when I say like trusting God, not just like, oh, like God has a plan like he does, but um, there is a very like active discipline in trusting the Lord when you don't know what the next step is, when you don't necessarily have an idea of direction. And I would say we're very much so in a season of that. Um, I think Nick more so has some direction. You've always been a very like eye on the prize type of guy. know what you want. Um, know what your interests and giftings are. And um, we're grateful to say that like you have a job in that. And I'm just kind of like doing my thing. I'm nannying a little girl, loving that, loving on her um, and just figuring out what the next step is. And I guess this in a way 
is something that I've like, dreamed of as an outlet for myself. Um, I don't really know if this is an introduction. This is now turning into another thing. But all that to say, yeah, like Nick mentioned earlier at the beginning, I feel like I have, um, although I'm a verbal person, I have a lot of like thoughts running through my head about all kinds of things a lot, like we all do. Um, and writing and journaling and I don't know, whatever outlet people use has just never been my thing. It does not flow. It's not natural for me. I've tried it and I've just accepted that it's not my thing. Um, But talking is, as we're already learning. And so verbal processing, talking through things, Nick and I find ourselves in these conversations at home where I'm like, wow, that was powerful. And then it's gone because it was just a conversation. It's not like written down. So I'm like, why the frick do we not start a podcast and just like share it with people? Because... Who knows, maybe one person will get something out of it. Maybe a lot of people will. I don't know. But um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me and we're gonna have lots of fun, hopefully. Hopefully like we'll laugh and it won't all be like so serious, but it'll be a good time no matter what. I'm at Brooklyn during orientation week at then Northwest Christian University. And it took a few days, but the third day of orientation was the rafting trip, which I was very excited for. So I had on, Lord knows what, some river shoes. And I'm the detailed person. Maybe a bucket hat. <laughs> I had some some scruffly long hair and a gold chain I had gotten in Hawaii with a dolphin on it. And so I was looking my best, dressed to impressed. And I was looking around, didn't have a ton of friends. So I had maybe like two people I was with. And for a raft, you want a group of six people. And so Brooklyn happened to be with some friends of hers and we just wound up filling a raft together and i was like oh sweet you know get to meet some new people and right off the bat i was like dang she is certified stone cold cutie (laughs) um and that's just factual i'm not gonna lie to you guys why would i start lying now so i was kind of you know testing the waters a little bit being a little flirty um this boy was pushing girls in doing his thing i was like wow i thought he was a leader because he had so much facial hair more than any boy I went to high school with. So I'm like, this dude is the raft guide. And then his behavior quickly uh, exposed his immaturity. And I was like, he's not a leader because he would not be flirting with these 18 year old girls, I hope. So um, I definitely didn't think he was into me. I thought you were into like the 400 other ones in the raft or whatever. (laughs) 400 brooklyn is the queen of hyperbole drama Drama, hyperbole so i've gone to a place where i can like admit that that's good you're growing a lot love you lean into it so first things first i mean you got to pull out some like middle school romance moves so i was like you know like i don't even know hitting you in the back with my raft splashing you a little bit just testing testing out like what kind of gal she was how she's gonna respond and brooklyn's real feisty so you know she was she was throwing it back giving me some attitude giving me some attention that felt really nice and so i was thinking hmm, you know this is going well we really have similar senses of humor you're she's a big personality found out we do not i don't find him funny most of the time and i'm not genuinely not trying to be mean like I just don't find him that funny most of the time. He tries really hard. <laughs> it's okay. I find myself funny enough for anyone. So yeah. I don't he really need it. Confidence. Okay. 
Okay. So anyways, that that's our first initial experience and nothing really comes out of that. In the back of my mind, I think about the time after that and I definitely saw some potential in Brooklyn like romantically just because of the way our personalities kind of meshed and also the fact that she was a stone cold cutie as previously mentioned. And so from that point forward, do you want to take the next portion, next sure. stretch? Yeah. For it. And that makes sense. Um not that it's super necessary for, but from my perspective like we got along well i made a new friend we had some fun jokes from that day um but as the school year went on and progressed we really i feel like settled into our own friend groups um and just like knew of each other knew each other said hi had like choir together because i became a choir kid in college um and did that whole sort of thing but i mean Obviously, as you enter the college atmosphere um, single, you kind of like have that in the back of your mind. And so, I mean, I would say both Nick and I had our fair share of like flings throughout our freshman year with other people, um, good or bad or just neutral, I guess, just was. Um, And that winter break of freshman year was kind of the first time I I questioned our friendship in terms of like oh is it not just friends um Nick had gone home for winter break and I was still on campus with some girlfriends finishing up finals and we were we were hanging out one night I have no idea why we were facetiming Nick but we were and it was on my phone so I needed to go grab something from somebody else's room, took my phone with me, and Nick was acting pretty odd. Um, He's a pretty outspoken guy, and he was being the opposite of that, and I'm a pretty straight-to-it kind of girl, so I was like, what's up? Like, you're acting different, and he was like, "Um, I'm not interested in a relationship, and I was like, neither am I. What's up? Like, why are you saying that? You're making things weird. You're just my friend, and he was like, well you're doing things that you know kind of are leading me on or making it seem like you're more interested than just being friends and I'm not just want to let you know and I was mad I was like screw you (laughs) and I hung up on him because I was like I'm not dealing with this um not playing games I'm just trying to be friends with everybody so anyway that was that and because we honestly were just friends I didn't give it a second thought like I went on with my winter break had a good break um came back to school and we were in three classes together and so um I saw him a little bit more at that point and I was like I'm giving him the cold shoulder for the first week because he was rude whatever I thought I don't know so I did that and then after about a week I was like nah this is dumb um so I pulled him aside one day and I was like hey Um, tell me what I did to lead you on because I don't want to continue doing that and I'm clearly unaware. I do truly just want to be friends. And he was like, I got nothing for you. I sat on it over break, realized I was like, huh, I made that all up in my head or whatever he said. And I was like, sweet, let's move on. Friends we were. Um, I went on to have a little fling with somebody I knew I wasn't going to marry. And, um, by springtime nick had made his way into our friend group my my girlfriend's group um and i would say just kind of made himself 
present more often. And as the other thing came to an end, uh, n- with you know sparing you details, Nick kind of was was there at the time and ultimately pulled me aside and was like, "I've liked you this whole time," and I didn't. I did what I did over winter break because I realized I had feelings for you and I was like, no, we're not going to do this. So I just friend zoned you, even though that was unnecessary. Anyway, so that was that. And the weekend that you told me is the same weekend we started dating, um, which seems, I don't know, for some people probably like, holy cow, really fast. But we were, like he said, we met at orientation nine months prior and like although we didn't spend tons of time together we stayed connected in ways throughout the whole school year we had truly built a friendship there was a few times um for those who don't know nick produces music um that he asked me to be on a couple projects and we just like connected in different ways um, throughout the school year that went further than just like fun activities together like we had good conversation we got to know one another um and so we really felt like after that weekend of talking feelings out um and where we kind of were that we were ready to step into dating because like what did we have to lose as long as i felt like okay you love jesus you respect me you have the right intentions um this either ends in marriage or breaking up so that's a risk but let's do it so anyway obviously it went well but um yeah so we started dating at the end of our freshman year in college and yeah here we go this is a lot it is a lot just a. I feel like i'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a listener i'm like what i really want to hear all this like i don't know i guess my my concerns or hesitations are like the topics i know we have lined up to talk about are just like real and straight to it and i don't want to like waste time i'm excited to talk about those things so i feel like although my experiences are involved in those things like i'm i don't want to like talk about myself like this i don't know i don't know like i feel like we should cut this down and kind of just give <coughs> excuse me give like a general so we met blah, blah, blah. but i feel like most people are going to listen to this like know us so oh well, this is also future proofing it because if this ends up going somewhere, which who knows, like it's up to God, honestly. But if it does, then it is helpful for those people. And there's also people that we know who don't know all of that. And we didn't give too much lots intricate of, yeah, deal lots more, and too much intricate detail. But yeah. down the line, I mean, you'll get to know more of that. But one thing I will say, um, just as a fun little tidbit towards the end of the whole like, yeah, and then we started dating. Um going to Northwest Christian is a very small school. So keeping anything from anybody is practically impossible. So especially relationship wise, if you see someone hanging out with someone of the opposite sex, you kind of assume that there's something going on there. So people really see stuff coming. So when we started dating, I, for some reason thought, it would be a good idea to just kind of keep it on the DL and try to hide it from people. So I didn't show, I kind of regressed in physical affection. We we hugged as friends, like that was a normal interaction. We start dating and boys like, don't come near me. Nobody can know. And I'm like, I can't hug you. Have a good night. I'm like, okay, we can't do this. 
<laughs> but like walking across the quad, which is quite literally in the middle of oh, man, everything, all the classrooms, all the um, student areas. I didn't want people seeing us holding hands and then figuring out that we were dating. So I was so embarrassing to be with. <laughs> so anyways, I, yeah, I didn't really show much physical affection. for. I should have been the one embarrassed. I was like, oh, this is so cool. My first boyfriend. I guess we could like hold hands. We have boundaries, but like we'll hold hands. And he was being all shy. I look back at pictures of freshman year Nick not to throw shade he wasn't that cute okay I'll like throw up a picture right here and you guys oh can my gosh i should have been embarrassed okay and bless my heart i saw straight through to the potential that you had because honestly so much has changed we've both changed a lot for the better praise god but yeah you weren't cute like physically speaking which sounds really shallow rough just to give i mean you'll probably see the picture grown out hair that was not maintained um a what do you call it bootstrap yeah bootstrap shaved beard like he didn't have it figured out so it was literally a not even one inch line that followed his chin um matching sweatsuits that were a little too small for him did i mention the bucket hats no um. different printed bucket hat every day adult onesie pj things that i guess he like loves because him and his it was a thing him and his sister did and i was like a lot of this has got to go like i don't want to change who you are but that's tough (laughs) and so we've worked on that and we've worked on the facial hair and yeah that's gotten better but at the time I didn't see any of that. I was just excited about the newness, like anybody is at the beginning of a relationship and optimistic about what it was going to be. So before I was ever in a relationship with Brooklyn, I remember very vividly when I was 15 years old and I was driving down the highway with my mom and I was just so lonely and my desire my the purest desire of my heart at 15 years old was god can you just bring me someone to be with someone who i can love and cherish and who can love and cherish me at 15 you had these thoughts yes at 15 because i'd never been in a relationship i you were 15 brooklyn was my like first and only truly serious relationship so from the age zero to 19 Okay. 19, 20? Yeah. I 19. didn't have any of that. So 15 years old, I was like, <laughs> it's true. Maturity played a huge role in that. But at 15 years old, I prayed to God and asked him specifically for a whole list of things. I'm not going to remember the whole list, but basically it was, you know, someone who's caring, someone who has a heart for God, who really prioritizes that relationship first who loves me, who has a good sense of humor, who is somewhat athletic, doesn't have to be like an athlete, like play a sport, but enjoys physical activity. Someone who is a little more spontaneous than me because I'm not extremely spontaneous. Someone who will challenge me, be honest with me, help me to grow in the ways that I want to, to become the man of God that he made me to be. So 
I had all these very specific and important things that I prayed to God for. And I just sat there for a minute with my eyes closed in the car, in the minivan, I should mention, on the highway, just with my mom sitting next to me. I was just praying this in my head silently. And I just said, and also God, you know, if, if it's not too much to ask, I know you created everything in seven days. Could you just make her like a curvy, thick queen? <laughs> and oh, you know what? Man. When I met Brooklyn, in all honesty, and um, there was one evening where we were making music and we hadn't had a ton of in-depth conversation before this. We had definitely got to know each other a little bit, had fun interacting personality-wise, but this evening we were making music and had a very deep conversation. We're talking about our lives, spiritual journeys, family dynamics, things about each other that were very personal. And after that evening was over and she left, I sat there and I remembered everything that I had prayed for and asked God for. And I was just <laughs> looking at Brooklyn, her character, who she was, and just thinking to myself like, oh no, I think I just met my wife. And also on top of that, I was like, even above and beyond everything that I asked for, God hit the optional button too and made her a curvy thick goddess. So, wow. You know, how much more I could mean, I ask as for? As much of a fantasy as this sounds like, all dreams coming true, apparently. I mean, this turned out great, but it hasn't been this like magical fairy tale for me. Like, Nick's mediocre. But there's lots of potential. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're lying. You know, <laughs> I I mean you're great, but I'll take great okay, 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 okay. That sounds really mean, not in a mean way. Like you're great. Obviously, I uh, bought in, but um, I just mean, I guess on a more serious note, the point I'm trying to make is I love that it's super sweet. I know you're like being truthful, but um, this doesn't have to be everybody's experience. This isn't going to be everybody's experience or story. And not that I feel the need to like give all these disclaimers, I guess. But I just think it's really easy to compare. Um, and not just I think. I know because I've done that. Um, I still do that. And like whether it's hearing other people's stories or like watching from afar and thinking that we know how things are in their relationship or whatever. Um, like there's such beautiful sweet parts of everybody's relationships or stories or whatever um but i just always think it's really important to like reel it back in and get some perspective on like real interactions real people and really knowing that the day-to-day -day is not going to be um always magical and we'll get plenty into all of that as we continue these episodes but while the meeting each other experience is sweet and kind of that honeymoon phase um, you quickly realize that if you're going to make a real serious commitment to somebody um, it's going to take work for it to be good and that's in really anything I think that principle holds true um, and that's kind of a weird thing to realize at a young age um but we've been you know we've been given people given people that's kind of weird we've had people in our 
invest in our relationship who have kind of um, held that anchor for us and reminded us that um, we aren't failures when we have those hard moments or days or when we feel like something's not going right um, because of this like expectation that's not reality that maybe we've held due to comparison or any or due to whatever it is um, but that no those things are actually sometimes more so part of the journey to um, the beautiful healthy good parts of a relationship so all that to say I guess I just point that out not to like ruin the moment but um just to put in perspective that I love Nick I love our story I'm grateful for every part of um our story but I'm not gonna sit here and act like I had a fairy tale experience and I think sometimes people don't like to hear that um like I come across as negative or oh you don't really love Nick that much when I say those things Um, but that's not what I mean I'm just being real Um, obviously Nick and I are married and together for um, many reasons and I wouldn't be with him if I didn't love him Um, but I also think it's important to be honest and real and not set expectations up for people that are just really not true even if we have glimpses of that and moments of that in our relationship not um elevating them or highlighting them to the point that it comes across as if that's always how it is um because it's not so while that was like a special highlight in how we came to be together um it got really rough and after that so like we've also had not great amazing moments i guess i don't know anyways yeah i guess all that to say it's all an imperfect journey but it's all really good and it's super sweet that you had that moment with me but i don't have to feel guilty that i didn't have that moment with him um it was like definitely a longer road for me to come around to um my commitment to you would you say I was overwhelmed I guess you could say I was overwhelmed by his affection and his um at the beginning infatuation um because there that is part of the beginning of a new relationship as as much as you're set on having like specific good godly intentions um infatuation definitely rolls its way in and there's that honeymoon phase um where you don't fully see clear but for me i actually started out more hesitant which i think some people would say i think my mom would be like no you were so excited and i was like that was definitely a part of it too um but i would say in the like you to me times like when we just had conversation away from other people I found myself doubting a lot because it was my first serious relationship as well my first like actual I'm dating this person relationship and I had 
so had put so much pressure on myself to quote unquote do it the right way um that i think at every point whether it was a conversation a characteristic about nick um a conflict we had or whatever i questioned every single thing even if it was good and just doubted like is this how it's supposed to be um and just like can't approached a lot of those things like it was black and white and it was not black and white and so uh there was a lot of growing pains in that but it limited me from having some of those like more fairy tale moments in some ways i'm grateful for that it kept me very realistic through a lot of things almost like expecting worst and in a way like prepping myself for that and so it kept me extremely realistic but at the same times i would say it also limited limited me sometimes from really just uh dwelling in the joy of being young and in love and enjoying that um so there was a little bit back and forth but we had completely different realities we had completely different perspective and perception and experience in the same relationship because as a comm major as we learn um not to like be all educational but something that did stick with me is that perception is reality for every individual and that was a that was something I learned in conflict um, that when you approach a conflict with somebody when you're approaching resolution with them you have to have come in with the understanding and humility that their perception of the situation is their reality therefore how they see the truth um, and and that's really in anything so in our relationship like that drove I guess like how I felt things and how you felt things and anyways all that to say we weren't like always on the same page with that and I think um that's okay so I'm not gonna like fake it and say it was all like flowers and butterflies always but we also have those moments so anyway yeah I don't know I talked a lot there but with that being said, uh, we are super excited to do this. Something that we would like to do is each episode stop for a minute as if we like were sponsored or something, but we're not. Um, instead, we're going to give a shout out each episode to a local business in town in Eugene, where we're located, um, to support them, to spread the word and share some love with places and people that we love in town. So without further ado, um, who's the first person we wanna give a shout out to this week? The first business that we wanna shout out personally from the Hey It's Us podcast <laughs> is SoCo Coffee, woo! SoCo Coffee, if you've never heard of it or you've never seen it, it's located on the corner of Cal Young and Oakway. Correct. And it's a lovely little establishment. I believe it opened this last summer. Yeah, their their official shop opened this last summer. They originally started as a coffee cart back in the summer of 2020. Whoop whoop. We that we hold them near and dear to our heart for a couple of reasons. First of all, they did 
a coffee cart at our wedding because we got married in the winter and it was so much fun. They did hot drinks and drinks for the kids and drinks for the parents and adults and coffee and hot chocolate and all kinds of stuff. They're the sweetest couple. We love them. And then they opened up a shop uh, two minutes from where we live. So it is just fabulous, fantastic. I have way too many points racked up there, meaning I visit there a lot. But uh, we love them. Go check them out. That's right. They make fantastic drinks and they're lovely people. It's a great environment, cute shop, great place to study, hang out, meet up with someone, do whatever, chop it up. And yeah, they're amazing. Shout out to Soko. Well, thanks for joining us. We just went there and that's the story of a little bit about us, a little bit about how we met and a little bit about how we started dating and the rest of our story you'll hear from, I don't know, us throughout the podcast to come. We'll go there a lot more. That was just like a fun little story that most people probably didn't really want to hear. Um, but yeah, that is, I guess this is kind of just the, here we are, we're doing a podcast. Um, I guess wait and see if there's anything you're interested in listening to. And now to really wrap it up, we'll show a little love and affection. We, we went, went there. there.